Guys, before we get into today's episode, I have a really important announcement I want to make sure you do not miss. March is going to be a really exciting month in the Primal Potential universe, and I wanted you to be the first to know that I am hosting a completely free training on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You do need to register, and the easiest way for you to do that is to just find me on Instagram and message me with the word tips, T-I-P-S, tips, and I'll send you the link to register. Otherwise, I'm going to make a point to put it in the show descriptions, but message me tips. It'll go to you automatically. Get in touch with me in any way you can if you want that link to register, and for some reason you can or can't figure out how to message me with the word tips, but that's going to be the easiest way because here's the thing. There's a lot of things that we want to be able to do intuitively, automatically, without so much hard work and effort. But to get to the point where you're doing it intuitively and as a matter of habit, you've got to do it intentionally. And that comes with a lot of challenges, whether those challenges are our own excuses, our fears of failure, All of the past times we've tried and failed that make us doubt that we can do it, or maybe it's social situations that pull us away from our goals. I want to walk you through a process of creating your own personal protocol that takes into account all of the unique factors about you, your preferences, your lifestyle, your most common excuses, your fears and your doubts. And I want to take you through that process live in a format where I can answer your questions in real time. And we're going to be doing that on this free training that again is Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Message me the word tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll automatically send you that link so it can happen really fast. You don't have to wait on my reply. That's the best and easiest way. I'll also, moving forward, make a point to put the link in the show description, but I really want you to be there. It is live. You do have to register. It is Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mark your calendar. Make sure to register. I also have some pretty exciting announcements Maybe the most exciting things that have happened in Primal Potential in the last almost 10 years or coming up on 10 years, I really want you to be there. Message me the word tips. I'll automatically kick you that registration link. If for some reason you can't do that, send a smoke signal, flag me down, find a way to get in touch with me. I want you to be there. Mark your calendar now, and I will plan to see you for that live training Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and this is a special edition of the podcast. We do not usually put out episodes on a Thursday. However, I didn't want this one to wait. This episode is a very candid and at times vulnerable conversation with my good friend, Brooke Thomas. If you do not know Brooke, you should. Brooke honestly is one of the most positive and encouraging people, not just women, but one of the most encouraging and positive people I have ever met. And we just need more people like that in our lives. Brooke has her own podcast, Live Out Loud. She puts on retreats. I I cannot tell you how blessed I feel that she came into my life in advance of when I really needed her in my life. Just personally speaking, Brooke is one of a very small handful of people who checked in on me almost every single day for months after Dagny died. Um, and this is something that I talk about a lot in my, in my upcoming book that, you know, I think losing a child is the hardest thing in the world. But what was additionally very hard was facing the reality of how few people really showed up for us in the way that I hoped that they would, right? Um, unmet expectations. And a lot of it was COVID-related. But Brooke, you know, nothing nothing got in her way. And that's not what today's episode is about. I just have to share that with you so that you understand the kind of human that she is. You know, and I, uh, I haven't even shared this with Brooke, but for oh, over a year of her reaching out, I almost always barely responded. Like I would respond most of the time. Sometimes I didn't, but she would say like, how are you? What can I do? What's going on? You know, do you want to talk? Do you want space? Tell me what you need. And usually I would just say, I'm here. That's it. Because I, I couldn't say I was okay because I wasn't. Um, and I really didn't, I wasn't capable of that time. And sometimes maybe not willing to like share a whole lot more than that. It was just too hard. So even though all I really said back was, I'm here, she just kept reaching out. And it just means so much to me. And if you are not a part of Brooke's world, that's the beauty of being alive in 2021 because she is so public about um, her platform and live out loud. Every single one of us can be a part of Brooke's world, which I think is amazing. So check out Live Out Loud. Uh, I will link it up in the show description. But to give a little context to this, so a couple weeks ago, and we'll, we'll get into this in the show, but just real quick, a couple weeks ago, I reached out to Brooke to share an idea that I had, and we're going to be talking about that idea today. And we went back and forth kind of brainstorming, and then we both agreed like, hey, let's just, let's not try to decide on our own what we want to do to help people. Let's just talk to people about what we're thinking and let them come to us with what ideas they have or what needs, and by they I mean you, what needs you have and how we can help because like it's just a tough time for everybody. Um, so I cannot wait to share this conversation with you. It's very, very candid. Both Brooke and I have had real challenges in our life and 
we're just sharing kind of what we feel like we want to do to help the state of the world right now. And we're opening it up for you to guys, for you guys to give us feedback. So I'm thrilled that Brooke was up for just a very straightforward, candid, casual conversation. And I cannot wait to hear what thoughts you guys have, what needs you guys have, what ideas you have. So I love Brooke. I love the fact that she's willing to just have this off-the-cuff conversation with me. And I love that we get to share it with you. I cannot wait to hear what you think. Let's just get right into the episode. All right, Brooke, I have been beyond excited to have this conversation publicly with you because we've had kind of a few uh, private conversations. We have. We have. I'm so excited about this. So guys, just to kind of set set a little bit of a, of a stage here for you, probably about, what was it, two weeks ago, Brooke, that I reached out to you about my my little idea related to <laughs> to this pandemic that we are living through. Oh, yeah. You reached out. Yeah, it was about a couple of weeks ago. And I think we had one of our best conversations. It was really, really life-giving for me just to know that there was somebody else feeling the way I was. Yeah, because, okay, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I have thought probably, I don't know, a thousand times in the last year or so, why are we not publicly talking more about health and getting healthy and the things that we can do to support our immune system? Why are we not publicly talking about how body weight and activity level are such a huge part of everything that's happening in the world right now? And I have been confused as to why the conversation has so narrowly circled around pieces, tiny little pieces of this and really have largely avoided personal responsibility. And so I reached out to you and I was like, okay, I had a moment of frustration with the lack of conversation around what we can really, really do to, to protect ourselves and to keep ourselves and our families healthy. And then I thought, instead of being pissed off that the government isn't creating these conversations, why don't we create these conversations? And not only these conversations, but like, why don't we create a space that is beyond the noise of politics and just divisiveness and instead focuses on all the things that we can do from nutrition, from making sure our bodies are in a healthy body composition, we're not excessively overweight, we're not underweight, we're really taking great care of ourselves, we're doing what we can do and there is so much we can do for immunity. And so I reached out to you and I was like, dude, why don't we be these people that were so frustrated aren't being present right now? Yes. And I was like, yes, I know, <laughs> you know, I, I seriously, I, I think that the reason why this just lit me up was because I, I know we both have a history of certain things with our health, our weight, our yeah. mindset, our, you know, it, everything that we had to actually take responsibility for. Like that's part of our journey, part of our story. Yeah. And I, I almost sat there for a moment and said, wait a second, <laughs> like every single thing that I've learned, every single thing that I have worked for with taking my own responsibility for my own health and, and learning and educating myself so that I could do what I needed to do over the last, you know, 15, 18 years, what happened to all of us just 
continuing to do that. I mean, I know that when I started going down the path of learning and educating myself on nutrition and building my immune system, because I have a cancer story and understanding ingredients and what certain things do to our bodies and what feeds cancer, what feeds sickness. And, and then also what actually builds health and helps us to like, think more clearly, you know, that all is still real. That's all still out there, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why, why is nobody talking about this? Because, you know, I think that we all are just so tired and so worn down by all of the negativity and all the divisiveness. And the, the thing is, we don't have to participate in that. But what we can participate in is taking responsibility for what we can control. Right. I always say there's so many things that we cannot control. So why even have that conversation, but there are so many things that we can control that are life-giving that, that will help us to feel our best during these times. And so when you called me, I was like, yes, Elizabeth, because we both have stories. I mean, that is, that is what we live for, like based on our history and our stories and what we've been able to do. And that's what I know we want for so many people. And I think everybody's ready to have more of these conversations, to be honest. Well, and you know, one of the things that strikes me is that there's so much that's unknown or uncertain, or we're not really entirely clear on what works and what doesn't work. But like, there are some things that we freaking know, like we <laughs> know that sugar is not good for our immune system. We, we know that we know that anxiety and depression are terrible for our immune systems and our body's ability to take care of themselves. We know that being overweight is one of the factors that really impairs our body's ability to keep us healthy and fight off different things that can come. So wouldn't it be amazing if we could all, as you said, like focus on what we can do and on what we know for sure. And that's not to say that there aren't other pieces of the puzzle. Of course there are, but let's give our energy to the things that we can control, to the things that we know are going to be effective, not just in this state of the world that we're in right now, but always, like forever, yes. you know? Yes. And then it was so funny, like maybe a week after I sent you this kind of rambling voice note with probably Roman crying in the background, I, I sent you a different voice note. And it was, to me, it was unrelated, but you immediately linked it. And I saw it as soon as you, as soon as you mentioned it to me, I sent you a message saying that I was really rolling my eyes that Amare, a company we both love, was doing this like happy challenge, right? <laughs> you even just said it quietly, just that happy challenge. I know, I was like, <laughs> all, all of my listeners know that I'm referring to it as a damn happy challenge, um, which, which many people find to be hysterical. But I was kind of like, all right. So they're, they basically acknowledged that a lot of people are struggling right now, whether because of health issues, family and friends, health issues, division because of personal feelings and opinions, or they're struggling because of isolation. And for me, that's kind of all of the above, right? I mean, not mm -hmm. only have I had, you know, my, my fair share of struggles with the whole state of the world, but as you know, as most people know, our daughter died the first week of the shutdown, like March 20th. <sighs> 2020, the, the, the week that everything blew up, my daughter died. And I, you know, because we're friends and we've messaged back and forth, like I've kind of been a shell of myself since then. And when Amari announced this happy challenge, essentially, as much as I think the name is corny as heck, um, <laughs> essentially, because as we were just saying with like immunity and health overall, 
they know and we know that there's so much we can do from a nutrition standpoint, from a connection standpoint, from a supplementation standpoint, from an exercise standpoint to support our body's ability to produce chemicals that make us feel happier, that make us feel less stressed, less anxious, less sad. And so I'm listening to their presentation about this and I'm kind of fighting internally because on the one hand, I need it. I have been really withdrawn and really struggling, not only struggling emotionally, but struggling to to take great care of myself. And so I'm sitting there listening to this going, I need this. And also that's so corny. That's so stupid. And I messaged you, I messaged you saying, I basically told everybody in one of my Facebook groups that I thought it was corny and dumb, but I was going to do it anyway, because I realized that my resistance was holding me back from something I needed. And you were like, oh my gosh, that's part of the thing that you were talking about with regards to immunity. And I didn't see it, but you were so right because anxiety and depression and apathy all impact our body's ability to protect us. And so I was like, you know what? I don't even know what all of this is or means, but like, we need to talk about it. Yes. I mean, everything that you're saying to me instantly, and this is why you've got to have friends, sisters that like you can bounce things off of and they can see things. I mean, to me, it was really linked from what you originally said to me, because I know with my own personal history and just with so many people that I've seen grow in their health, you know, and, and really not have those, you know, those death sentences over them anymore. The cancer has been healed or their, you know, their health has completely been restored. And so much of it, you know, is linked to mental health and so much of it, you know, mental and physical health are linked. And I remember I used to laugh about things, you know, I'm the queen of cheesiness. Like I'm like, okay, endorphins for breakfast. Like that was my thing. Like every morning I'd wake up and work out and I would say endorphins for breakfast because I remember thinking how much better I felt working out first instead of trying to eat, you know, like, and again, I'm all about eating too, like eating healthy, you know, my smoothies and getting my supplements. But I'm just saying like, I used to delay working out because I didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And the more I didn't feel like it, the more it got delayed. And by the end of the day, I just, I wouldn't do it. So I kept saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. When I really got into a pattern of working out every morning, I could feel those endorphins rising. I, I I could feel myself being more productive, you know, wanting to be more productive and wanting to eat better. I mean, it's all linked. It's all yeah. so linked. Yeah. And both of us have experienced that. And I know that, you know, going back to the happy challenge, you know, I know we talked a lot also just about how we are living in a world where, you know, everyone is kind of like a dopamine chaser. Like, yeah. like they're looking and they, everybody wants to feel joy filled, happy, you know, when we are healthier, we are happier, but you know, right now I do feel like there's such a clouded vision for even going there or even talking about that because everyone's so hyper-focused on sickness and like yeah. on politics and on divisive, you know, opinions And, you know, I would love to just be able to support not only ourselves, because admitting like first, like you just said, you know, admitting to even me or yourself or me admitting, you know, how I feel, that's half the battle to say it out loud. And then realizing that everyone feels that way, but then, okay, you and I both are like, okay, but what are we going to do about it? Right. Like you're, you're the queen of, we're not going to stay in that problem. We're going to get to the solution. So why not do it together? Well, and it's so funny when you say like, 
we're all dopamine chasers. I, when, when, <laughs> you, when you and I first talked about that the other day, I was like, realizing that so many of us don't even know what we're after when we're doing it, right? Like refreshing on Instagram or Facebook or mm-hmm. binge watching on Netflix or going for, you know, the chocolate when you're not hungry, or you said you were going to stay away from sugar, or any number of those things. Like those are the ways that we kind of ring that bell, that we want to get that sensation of pleasure. And whether it's the pleasure of seeing the little red notification that somebody liked your post on Instagram, or it's checking your email inbox, or it's shopping on Amazon. Those are the ways that we constantly seek to ring that pleasure bell. And what's Mm -hmm. funny to me is that a lot of times the things that we're doing to get that hit, that dopamine hit, are actually things that while immediately satisfying consciously or, or subconsciously, they're actually making it harder for us to really be in a healthy place, whether that's the social media or it's the, you know, addiction to the news cycle or it's overeating or any number of things, alcohol. I think I've talked to so many people who have really started struggling with alcohol in the last Mm -hmm. year and a half, two years. And we just really wanted to have this conversation of there is so much we can do, not only to be healthier and to protect ourselves and our family members, but also to be happier. And happiness is part of the healthy equation. Yes. Like it, and, and it's a part of it that it, most people aren't talking about. Yes. Talking about in a, in a practical way of these are the things that we can do right? Like these are the concrete things that we know without debate make us happier and healthier. And they are linked. If you are struggling with anxiety or depression, that is just as dangerous as if you're struggling with a sugar addiction or you're being sedentary or you're drinking too much. These are real things. And you know, I love the, the notion that like, we're the average of the five people that we spend the Mm -hmm. most time with. And I know that that can frustrate a lot of people, especially in these times where we feel really isolated and maybe the people you're around the most don't have a positive impact on the choices you make. But the beautiful thing about being alive in 2021 is that we can create those networks online. And so you and I have just been going back and forth, kind of brainstorming about what that could look like. Yes. And and I know, you know, the best way to create something that works for everyone is just to ask people like, what would, what would be the best thing? You know, you said something, Elizabeth, that really just hit me hard. Like you said, you know, what are we doing to ring the bell of pleasure? Like ring the bell of pleasure, because I was actually reading a book about ringing the bell of defeat. Like I read a book about how you know, so many people have been drifting during this season, right? Yeah. And and they they get so close and many people have been ringing the bell of defeat. And I feel like, you know, I would rather spend my entire rest of the, my life, you know, partnering with people like you, you know, bringing women together that, that really speak authentically about what are the things we can do to ring the pleasure bell, like that are actually good for us, right? you know? So we can like actually teach the next generation too, what that looks like for our mental health, for our physical health, for everything that we do know to be true that takes us back to nature, takes us back to what our body was created to do. That that has not changed, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Would yeah. you be in agreement with that? Oh, um, absolutely. And even just talking to you, I mean, even 
us, you know, finding time to just be vulnerable and real. And, and like, even you posting on your Facebook group, look how many people so fast yeah. said yes. Yes. And I think that like everyone is hungry right now for like a joy, happy challenge, you know, but of course we don't want it to be cheesy. And like, again, especially I I don't, I, yeah, I'm like the anti-cheese factor. Right. (laughs) And and, and the thing is, how can we do it where, you know, it's tangible and it's going to work. And, And the biggest thing is being in community. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like we can still be in community right now and think about all the things that are good instead of all the things that are bad or wrong right now. Well, and you know, what's funny when you say that about community, it's not just being in community, but it's being active in community. Cause I will be the first one to raise my hand and say, when I'm struggling, I'm a sideline yeah. person. Like yeah. even if I have access to the people, even if I'm in the group virtual or in person, when I'm not in a great place, I'm in the side, I'm on the sidelines. But the thing about that is part of healing, part of getting through that, part of being able to create something different is being active, especially when you don't want to be. And that is something that like I am in that season. So if you are in that season, I feel you. I have to really work hard to say, reach out, respond share something that you don't want to share because otherwise you just stay there, right? You have to be moving. I always tell myself like, it's one thing to be struggling. It's another thing to not be moving in the struggle, right? I don't just want to sit in it and then say like, well, I can't because I'm in a bad place. No, we have to be moving. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the struggle is going to just disappear because we move, but the movement is required. So, you know, when I think about listening to this, this whole, you know, happy challenge thing and my resistance, like my resistance, whether it's to tell somebody what's really going on, to ask for help, to engage in something that I know would be a positive difference maker, that resistance reminds me to move because you just don't want to stay in it. And I know, like I feel it in my soul that there are people hearing these words right now who want change and want help, but are in that resistance kind of talking themselves out of moving. Mm-hmm. And I just I, like, I get it cause I'm there, but we have to move. And so Brooke and I just wanted to have this conversation to say, okay, we want to be that community that is focused on solutions. We want to be those voices saying, hey, there is so much that we can do, whether that is nutrition related, whether it's weight related, whether it is supplement related, whether it's community and connection related, whether it's mindset related. And for most of us, it's probably a little bit of everything, but Mm -hmm. we, and we don't know what that will look like. You know, whether it is let's something like a Facebook community, or it's something like we put together and call together some of our colleagues and people that we know to start doing some, some resources, um, some training, some information, some action steps. Maybe it is this happy challenge. I'm doing it myself. I'm doing it with a bunch of folks that I know in my primal potential community. I think you're doing it. Are you doing it, Brooke? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and I want to do it with you. Yeah. And, and maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's what this is, is inviting yes. the larger community to take that small step. Cause it is, it's super small, right? It's an act yes. of kindness every day. It's 30 minutes of movement, which yes. may, may not be exercise. It's eating clean and you get to yep. define what that means for you. Yep. And it's a particular supplement combination. 
and and you might do that differently or not do that at all. But but right. maybe that's what this is. And and what Brooke and I wanted to do is come on here today and say, number one, who feels this? Who wants this? Who needs this and is interested? Reach out to us. Let us know whether on Instagram or on Facebook or however you get in touch with us normally. And, and what do you think it should be? Should it be a Facebook community that we create? Should it be some sort of resource thing? And maybe we do some, some community talks. Maybe, maybe we do some virtual events. Maybe we do some live events. I don't know. What do you want? What do you need? And, and is this something that speaks to you? Because I just feel like this is such a need. Such a need. And, you know, I get so lit up and excited about us sharing this on this episode, just because I feel like there's so many people that need to be reached right now that feel the same way and they just don't know what to do or where to go. And I I know that we both have such a passion for not only making sure that we keep ourselves, you know, in order from what we have learned over the years, right? Like, I really feel like we have been prepared for what we're being prepared for. And I feel like every single person that feels this way, like, let's come together and do this. But we want to know, like, what would you want? Right? Like, that's why we wanted to do this. Like, we're like, let's find out what everybody is really wanting what they would do. I mean, we know the structure pretty much of what would work for us, which is a great, great place to start. Yeah. But we really want to hear from everybody else. Yeah. And I think that's kind of our, our call to action today. You know, for me, number one, it's, if you feel that resistance, I want you to see it as an opportunity and almost even a mandate to move forward. And maybe that small action is just reaching out to one of us and saying, yeah, I I need this. But for those of you who feel comfortable, tell us what you think would be helpful. If we could put together the thing that would really meet you where you're at and deliver what you feel you need in this season, what would that look like? No idea is a stupid idea. No idea is too big. No idea is too small. We're really in the stage where we were like, okay, we could either spend a few more weeks talking about this and coming up with an idea or better yet, let's just go to you, share what we're thinking and what we're feeling and what we want to do and let you guys be a part of us putting this together, whatever this is. Yes. Yes. I love that. And, you know, I I think that this is the way that we're going to reach the most people that are feeling this way. So I also want to ask everyone to share this with anybody that you've been talking to. I think the biggest thing is everybody, this is the the biggest thing that I've heard. And I, I don't know about you, Elizabeth, but I've heard, you know, I have felt this way, but I don't know what to do. Right. I have taught all people are doing is talking about feeling this way, but not knowing what to do. So let's do something. Yeah. Or people who know, Hey, I realize there are things I could do to boost my immune system. Or, Hey, I realize that it's a really important season for me to drink less or lose weight or start working out. Or I know I need to have more connection and more great relationships in my life, but I either haven't done what it takes to get started, or I don't know how to get started or both. Let us know, message us, Facebook, Instagram, send a letter in the mail, you know, dumb, dumb matter at all. Um, but we want to know if this connects to you and yeah, what you think we should do. Yes. I I'm so excited that we get to share this Elizabeth and just, um, do this together. Cause I know we, we need it. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I think everybody, no matter where you live and, and how you feel about what's going on, I think everybody feels a longing to have great connection. And also no matter how healthy or unhealthy you think you are, we all can do a little bit better. And that little bit 
will change the game yes. more than any of this other stuff in the mainstream media is going to change the game. When we just start incrementally improving our own health and our own happiness and that in our own homes, guys, game changer. Yes. Yes. And it's never, ever too late. No. And it's never too little. It's never too little. It's never too late. Ooh, I like that. That was a great way to end. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Maybe that'll be our group name. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, reach out to me, reach out to Brooke. Let us know what you think, because we are going to move forward based on what you guys feel like. I mean, maybe we're going to get like incredible ideas from, from you guys going to think of something that we never would have thought of. So excited. I cannot wait. So don't forget, reach out to us, let us know, and we'll, we'll come back and let you know what we decided to roll out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brooke, for chatting with me about this. And thanks everybody for listening. I'm really excited. I am too. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.